0: Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today I want to talk to you about how to pray and what to pray. Now, so many times we got people trying to join together and pray and we're going to make God move and we're going to change things. And Lord knows I'm all about prayer and I really believe in prayer and there's nothing more intimate than a than communication with you and the Father. But but I think we've we've kinda don't understand prayer a little bit because nothing happens by God on earth without somebody praying it. Now the word pray there and, and when we're talking about prayer, most of us spend a lot of time begging God for stuff. Now I want you to understand that's not God's plan. That's not God's purpose is for you to sit around and beg because he said you won't find my seeds begging bread. So I think the word we need to use is learn to declare what God has already said. If we will learn to declare and say exactly what God has said about us, get out of condemnation and guilt and live in the sonship of Christ and understand who we are, because nothing happens by God on earth without somebody declaring it or speaking it. Isaiah 600 years before Jesus came and and became a baby and lived on the earth, Jesus Isaiah prophesied that the Messiah was coming. So he prophesied and declared this thing. Job 22:28 says, "You declare a thing and I will establish it." So as declare means to speak it, to proclaim it, to say exactly what God has said about you. Now, look at Titus chapter 2 verse 11. "For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to" All men. Now I've heard people say, "Well, Pastor, wait a minute. You know, there's people overseas. They've never heard about God. They're, you know, we've got to reach them. We got to go get them. We got to send evangelists over there and speak to them." And, I, and I'm all for that. I'm all for evangelism. I'm all for evangelizing the world. But I, but I, I think if we read the scripture, "For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men." And then you hear people say, "Well, Pastor, we're the feet and the hands that go get them." And I totally agree with that. But I think the go get them a lot of times is trying to pay God back for what He's done for us and not receiving his sonship he's given salvation to all people that drug addict that man walking the street that's struggling with his life maybe been married seven or eight times and and gone through some controversy and probably grew up in a dysfunctional home is the reason he's had five or six wives salvation has appeared to that man it's appeared to all men the bible said in titus chapter 2 verse 11 so why doesn't all men receive it when we don't pray, heaven doesn't have permission to release grace to what God has provided for you. Prayer is saying to God what he has said and it's already done. That should be our prayer lives. But 90% of us spend a lot of time there just asking God for stuff, telling God to do things that he's already done. You know, we'll pray, Lord, put a protection. You know, something that God really spoke to me, and I got a revelation of this a long time ago in my life, is, is I never prayed for my children to be saved. And you said, well, pastor, that's bad for you being a pastor that you didn't pray for your children to be saved. No, one day I read a scripture in there it said, the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. And so I began to look up those words in the Hebrew and it said, the seed, my seed of a righteous man, and I'm righteous because of the blood of Jesus Christ, shall be saved or sozo or whole. And so I began to realize, hey, look, they're going to be saved. They don't have an option. You say, well, Pastor, wait a minute now. They're free more ages. You've got to understand. But the seed of a righteous man, I declare over them every day. Lord, I thank you that my children are saved. I thank you that my children are saved. And about six years old, my son got saved. About six years old, my daughter accepted Christ. What? In the driveway of our house. Not in church. Not in an altar. In the driveway at our house. I'm asking you, well, Pastor, what are you trying to say to us? I'm trying to say this to you. That as we begin to learn to declare the word of the Lord, as we begin to feed on that word, that word will begin to become a part of who we are. And that word works every time. That word can't lie. That word's, it's impossible that word to lie. That word's always got to come to pass and it's always got to come to fruition. So we understand that the word is going to do exactly, uh, Examples of what the word said it'll do. Now go to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 and 11. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, not your might, his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may really stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, I do believe that Satan sets up devices to destroy you. Spiritual warfare is you and me maintaining what Jesus has already obtained in the finished work of Christ. We pray from a position of victory, not from a position of defeat. Satan's job is to use circumstances to move you from the position of victory. You are not fighting for victory. You're fighting from victory. That's the way we need to start looking at when we pray and speak and and stop giving the devil any credit and stop giving him any glory glory the whole armor of God is the Word of God. Satan were to try to deceive you with what God didn't say. Think about that a lot of times. How many times do, have you given the devil credit? Well, I tell you what. The devil's given me a fit. I tell you what. You know, I've had a time with the devil. Don't you give him any credit. He has been defeated. Now, he's been defeated or he hasn't. First John chapter 3, verse 8 said, The Son of God come to destroy the works of the devil. Isn't that wonderful that the works of the devil have been destroyed? And the word destroyed there is the word luo, which means to loose us is he's loosened us from the bonds of the devil. We have no authority. The only place the enemy can come at you now is in your mind, your soulish man, which is made up of your mind, your will and emotions. We've got to understand we need to proclaim what God has said about us and stop proclaiming what the devil is saying about us. If we know what the word says, we we'll are proclaiming the word. That's the beauty of grace.